brum, brum. <laughs> brum, 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 Mates West, West brum. brum. That was the name of that car, wasn't it? Well, no, it was Brum. Uh, <laughs> West Brom. West Brom. We have arrived in the Midlands on our club by club uh, breakdown, little bite-sized breakdown for your new season. Uh, we're going to look at who is currently on the in slate at West Brom for the new season. Have a look at their aims, a little bit around the club, and uh, we're going to tie it together with fantasy football, as this is a fantasy podcast. It's a fantasy something cast. Uh, and we'll see who's worth it with a click of the pen. Who's worth I... it in the West Brom colours this season? Yeah. So here we go, Ian. Yeah. Welcome. Thank Middle you. Common. <laughs> uh, I think My I co-present. Quite interested to well, to find out from you because I really don't know any okay. players that are any good. Right. Because Super. looking at it, I would not have any of these, and I have never had any of these guys in my team before. Do you know anything about West Brom? No. Okay. That's uh, yeah, they're short and sweet. Another one of those clubs that just I haven't really paid much attention to. They're just kind of mm-hmm. there. Do you know what I mean? Like They are another club that has some historical weight behind them. Uh, first of all, they're very old. Uh, and yeah, they have uh, won a, a variety of trophies and had uh, successful periods in England. Most of them in the deep past, I might add. I was going to say, anything recently? Uh, not so much, apart from um, attaining top flight status. Uh, but yes, they are—they seem to be another one of those. We've touched on it a few times over the course of this, that they seem to be quite a well-run club. Um, they're trying to do things the right way, stay within their needs, and they're, along with us, being a Norwich City fan, I know what it's like to be a bit of a yo-yo club, and West Brom definitely fall into that category at the moment. So this season, or this time, that they've made the Premier League, Evidently, the aim has got to be, first of all, to be able to stay in the league and try and build themselves into a a consistent Premier League top-flight team. Um, they've got Slaven Bilic in the manager's seat, and he's, well, he's quite a character, to put it mildly. Um, passionate, uh, tactically astute as well, I think. And uh, he's, he's done really well since he's gone there, because perhaps... Yeah, maybe there was the slightest tarnish on his, uh, you know, on his record. Really, maybe he kind of needed this. I think with West Brom um, to have a little bit of success and uh, get himself back in the big time. So that's obviously good for him. In terms of transfers, in uh, a couple of vital ones actually, really, which is Dean Garner and Pereira, who are both prolific. Um, creators and uh, last season were an integral to West Brom's promotion to the Premier League so being able to keep them is fantastic and in particular Dean Garner hasn't gone down well don't know if you saw this but West Ham where he's come from uh, West Ham's captain Mark Noble said he was shocked gutted upset and angry apparently that he'd been allowed to leave the club so that doesn't bode well for when we shunt next down the alphabetical list to West Ham whether there's a little bit of discontent forming there but uh for West Brom, fantastic. And I mean, the kid, uh, he's got quite a highlight reel from last season, actually. Um, both he and Pereira look good. I think they're, they're definitely good enough to be creating chances in the Premier League. And they're going to be vital to West Brom having a good season, I think. A um, couple of other signings in, Kipri and, or Kipre and uh, Button. 
um, the goalkeeper who will provide a little bit of backup. So, um, yeah, how do you see it going for West Brom? You have just alluded to the fact <laughs> that your knowledge of West Brom is uh, fairly limited uh, to the uh, nothing. Yeah, I was just uh, looking at what their odds are for to win, and they're 1,000 to 1. 1,000 to 1, yeah. And I they, didn't... Well, but you know, Leicester buggered up the real long odds, didn't they? Because they were five thousand well, to one to win the league, and then yeah. that cost a lot of money. So you never see that again. Well, a thousand to one's still quite a lot as well. But there's very unlikely that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be an interesting one. I think they'll just yo-yo again. Um, you think it's going to be a tough season? Then perhaps uh, relegation. Yeah, I reckon so. I reckon yeah. they'll give it their all. They'll fight. They'll win a lot of games, but not enough. I think if they can maintain um, a real solidity and defensive solidity about their team, then they will create chances. I can, strangely, I mean, I've said about this not being sour grapes where Leeds are concerned, but I think Leeds are a lot more open. West Brom and Fulham are a little bit tighter at the back at times, so I wonder if that's going to cause Leeds to suffer maybe West Brom and and um, uh, Fulham are going to have more chance of doing like a Sheffield United, you know, so you think and, and having an overachieving season. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I think Leeds are going to be one way or the other. They're either going to do really shit or they're going to do really good. And that's what I thought about us last season, Norwich. Mm. We were either going to be mega crap or we were going to be really good. It depended if we could hit the ground running. It looked like it was going to be the former for a time. It ended up being the latter. It could be the same story for Leeds. I think West Brom and Fulham have a greater chance of um, being able to stay in the league. You know, Villa-like even. Uh, having yeah. it, Which West Brom fans, I, I'm sorry to mention Aston Villa on this podcast. But, uh, you know, I think it can be done. They've got some good players. Wait, so who are your uh, FPL picks? Uh, well... Going into it as it stands, I mean, first of all, Charlie Austin, I mean, he scored goals in the Premier League last time. He didn't have a scintillating season in the goal-scoring numbers uh, last time out at, uh, last season at West Brom. But he's he's a solid Premier League player. He's, you know, he could Who be, play for he could be a sort of 10-goal a season, potentially up there. Um, 2014 scored 18 goals. Sorry? In 2014, he scored 18 goals. I can't remember where he's at. Burnley, I think. Um, um, he's cheap. Yeah. So I think he's, he's possibly a, a good outside bet of five and a half million. Looking at the lads like, say, Dean Garner and Pereira, I think they're going to create chances. So either of them. Um, Dean Garner's five and a half. Pereira is a little more, is he? He is six, yeah. yeah. So he's another half a million, but they're both decent players. You've then got Grzycki in there as well, who was uh, playing quite well at Hull until he moved over to West Brom. Um, yeah, I don't think... I'd, I make it kind of a, a... I mean, in Sheffield United's case, it was different last season, but it's not usually a fantastic idea to bring in newly promoted teams' defenders. Um because you just don't know what's going to happen. But, yeah, I think they, as in terms of going forward, you know, definitely the wide lads, Dean Garner, Pereira and Austin would not be too bad shouts to have in your team. Yeah, I think there's a lot of risk and a lot of opportunity, isn't there? There's quite a lot of 
cheap strikers in some of these teams we've met, we've done the last couple of episodes on. Yeah. But like if you pick the right ones and they have a good couple of games and you're going to get a lot of points, make up some serious mm-hmm. ground. But risk, I guess. It's, yeah, it's, horrible, it's about isn't it? whether you hit the floor running. You know, you hit the ground running. Sorry, not the floor. <laughs> uh, and you know, I think they've got they've got half a chance. Obviously, like I say, I mean, whenever you come into a new season, the promoted teams are always going to be among the favourites to go back down. But mm. you know, I've, I've West Brom have got a lot of experience now around the club of, of being up there, not maybe in the playing stuff. But I suppose realistically, the goal scorers in these lower league teams are only going to score in teams that are similar levels they're not going to score against well you'd hope not against like the what Man City Liverpool well that's, that that's the stuff, thing so. I mean Charlie Austin like we are saying he has got Premier League goals in him he has scored at different clubs that he's been at he's been a consistent Premier League scorer um, so you know again if, he, if he's the focal point of their attack there's a chance that they're going to get enough goals. So, I mean, if, if you have Charlie Austin up front and he can get you 10, 12 goals, that's putting you a long way towards being able to stay in the division, really. Um, like I say, Dean Garner, he's worth a punt at five and a half million. He looks really, really good. And the fact that it's caused such upset at West Ham to lose him as well. Um, Makes it even better. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> and not owned by anyone, basically. Yeah. Ooh. Um, so yeah, there you go. He could be the the wild card that you need. Um. Anything else that you'd like to point out about West Brom? I mean, do you see their aims being anything other than, or, or that they'd be retrospectively in the season that they'd be happy with uh, being fourth? Yeah. From I think that's just it, surviving. We, we spoke about that, like. You don't want to set your goal as just stay up, but I think that is their goal. It's just. To I don't stay think you up. want to set your goal as that. Like West Brom have to be attacking it as though they want to finish as high as they can in the league. But yeah, yeah. At the end of the season, when all was said and I done, think overall, yeah. If you finish like fourth from bottom, you, you but do know. you really think they're going to come in and be like, we're going to get as high as we can, or they're just going to go, we'll win some games, and as long as we can get more points than the other three, we'll be all right. I think for promoted teams, or even. The smaller clubs, if you like, I kind of hate that term really, but the the clubs in the division in and around the mid-table and lower half, home form is always critical. And West Brom, I think, traditionally have, have, oh God, no, it's flitted into my head that it might be the other way around, whether they've struggled at home or away. (laughs) But either way, their home form is going to be critical. You know, you have to have a really good home form. You have to make it difficult for people coming to your ground and get points. Um, and I think they will. And Bilic has got Premier League experience. You know, he's been there, he's done it, he, he's played in it, and he's managed in it. So that goes for them as well. Love it. Yeah. Fourth from bottom it is. <laughs> <laughs> and no, they haven't won the paint trophy. What? Gutted, I know. But okay, to West Brom then. I, I hope, I, I don't know, that was a sort of fairly rudimentary look there i don't know if we've gone in depth enough we're trying to keep it bite-sized so we've mm. covered the main talking points any more you want to throw at us uh hit us up at, at football almost uh, let us know whether we're talking utter pig swill and how on earth could we overlook this player in your squad um and yeah just best of luck uh with fantasy and in the real world for this season uh to all you west brom fans good luck hope it's a good season for you and we'll speak again soon bye bye